The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, first of all, good news today. Today we get to eat meat, if you so wish. Because today is a Friday in Lent, of course. But as we know, we honor St. Patrick. And St. Patrick is a patron of our diocese. So the Bishop of Sacramento, through his authority as, as the bishop, the head shepherd of our diocese, he granted dispensation to all the Catholic faithful. So today we celebrate, actually. So today should be a joyous occasion and so, eat meat, rejoice the Lord. Because again, why is St. Patrick is such a big deal for our diocese? Patrick's story reminds us one powerful fact, and we should never forget this. God is our Father. Let that sink in to the core of our hearts. God is our Father. And if indeed God is our Father, whatever happens to us is in accordance with His divine plan somehow. Even the horrible things of our lives. And the reason why I'm so emphatic about this is because we all, we all feel this. Whenever suffering happens in our lives, one of the, one of the, the next questions we, we, we ask is say, God, why have you abandoned me? Where are you? And, it's, and it rattles our faith. But the story of Patrick reminds us powerfully that God can take the most horrific events of our lives, our pain, our suffering, our broken lives, he can use it and transform it for his glory. And Patrick is, is one of the greatest examples we have ever seen of this dynamic. 
Patrick is born in 386. He's actually not Irish. I'm sure many of you know that. Patrick is not Irish. He was actually English. He was born in a town and lived on the west coast of Great Britain in a town called Banum Tribuum, a Roman town. Irish pirates come to the shore of his town, and just like in those days, they raided that little village. They kidnapped nine men there in that little town. One of the nine men was a 16-year-old teen named Mylene Sukat. That's Patrick's original name, Mylene Sukat. These Irish pirates take him to the island of Ireland. Now, in the eyes of the world, this is a horrible fact. You've just been kidnapped by foreigners, strip you from your family, everything you've ever known, your culture. They take you to a foreign land where they speak a weird language. You ever heard Gaelic? It's actually pretty beautiful. You ever heard Gaelic? Next time you see Father, uh, Father Vincent O'Reilly, ask him to speak Gaelic. He actually speaks a few words of Gaelic. And for the next six years, Mylene Sukat would live as a slave. As a slave, he would be a shepherd boy. And in the middle of the shepherd, because if you know if you're a shepherd boy, you, you're pretty bored. Not much to do when you're a shepherd boy. You tend to sheep, and sheep are pretty boring. You hang out with the sheep. But as he's hanging out in the fields of Ireland, he begins to pray. Something is happening within him. Long hours of prayer, silence, solitude, alone with the Lord. One night, as he's sleeping, an angel appears to him and says to Mylene Sukat, flee to the coast. Sorry, what are you talking about, flee to the coast? Flee to the coast. He wakes up shortly and he walks 250 miles to the coast, east coast of Ireland, where amazingly in God's providence, there was a boat there. That boat would take Mylene Sukat, free him and sail him back to Great Britain, his homeland. Patrick is finally free. Now here is, for six years, now Mylene Sukkot is a young man. He's at home, and all of a sudden, another angel appears to him. God is calling you to be a Catholic priest. He's like, oh, okay, sure. So Patrick would go to northern France now. So this is kind of, it's kind of key to remember the geography. From Great Britain to Ireland, Ireland back to Great Britain, Great Britain to France, where he would go to seminary and would be ordained a priest there. Ah, and then another vision. God now says to him, Patrick, return to Ireland. Evangelize those pagan people. Imagine this now. Because of that slavery he endured on Ireland, kidnapped as a teen, guess what language now Patrick knows well? He speaks Gaelic. When he arrives on the shores of Ireland, Within one generation, within his own lifetime, Patrick would convert to the island of Ireland. Within his generation, Ireland would become a powerhouse of Catholic priests and missionaries for the next 1,500 years. They would send missionaries all throughout Europe. The Irish people would evangelize that continent. 
Do you see what happened? God took his slavery, used it for his glory, and he converts an entire known world. You see this story all throughout the 2,000 years of church history. God takes our darkest hours and he transforms it with his grace and power. What does this all mean for us here and now? Live your Catholic faith to the fullest. Love the people around you with a passion. Live your Catholic faith. Radiate the light of Christ. And no matter what happens in the world, who cares about politics, whatever's happening in our culture, just love the people around you. And you will convert the world that way. That's what Patrick did. He was just faithful. I want to read you a prayer that Patrick wrote. Listen to this prayer. This is a prayer of a man who had fought the fight, been remained faithful. And I'll read a portion of it. But listen to Mylene Sukkot. By this point when he wrote this prayer, he's an old Catholic bishop now. I arise today through a mighty strength, the invocation of the Holy Trinity. I arise today through the strength of Christ's birth with his baptism, through the strength of his crucifixion, through his burial. I arise today through the strength of the love of the cherubim in obedience of the angels. I arise today through the strength of heaven, the light of the sun, the radiance of the moon, the splendor of fire, the speed of lightning, the swiftness of wind, the depth of the sea. I rise today through God's strength to pilot me, God's might to uphold me, God's wisdom to guide me, God's ear to hear me, God's hand to guard me, God's shield to protect me. From the snares of devils, from temptations of vices, from everyone who shall wish me ill, afar and near, Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I rise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. That, my friends, is what we're called to now here.